Do you ask yourself questions like, who am I? What is my purpose? Why am I living a life I don't love? Answers to these questions and more are revealed in the new Freedom at Midlife group coaching program, where I offer you a guaranteed roadmap to your own midlife makeover. In this powerful seven-week program, you will learn the seven steps to freedom method to help you discover who you want to become, what life you want to live, and most importantly, how to get there. Instead of being lost in life, miserable in menopause, or struggling to juggle it all, you could reignite your love life, retire that dreadful job, and reinvent yourself. So if you're ready to begin your midlife journey of transformation filled with accountability, guidance, and support, then the time is now. Your midlife needs you to make a move. The Freedom at Midlife program is opening for enrollment soon with limited spots available. To be the first to know when we are open for enrollment, please join the waitlist now at freedomatmidlife.com and you will soon discover that next courageous step in creating your epic second half of life. Hey, midlifers, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. Are you ready to break free from your mundane midlife? Are you feeling trapped in a vicious cycle of rinse and repeat days? No matter if you're experiencing a divorce hangover, job burnout, or you just have the midlife blues, I got you. Hey, I'm Wendy, your hostess of the Midlife Mostess. I too was hit by midlife like a freight train. I too felt stuck in the same dull chapter. I wanted the clarity of how to create a new life beyond divorce and the courage to leave an unfulfilling career. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't worthy and it was just easier to stay in my comfort zone until I found a little secret, the freedom to live my life my way. In this podcast, you will learn how to achieve a vibrant midlife mind and body, how to create solid relationships through love and loss, and how to create an awesome second half of life. Grab your grande latte, pop in your earbuds, and let's get this midlife party started. Hello, Midlife Maven, and welcome to the first Midlife Makeover Minisode. I just love how that sounds. Minisode. I wanted to start bringing you solo minisodes for a few reasons. For starters, I wanted us to have a little more alone time, just me and you, baby. Even though I love, love, love having guest experts on the show and the entire time I'm thinking about you and what you need to learn from our guest, I don't always get to speak to you directly. And I miss that. I miss our little alone time. I also wanted to bring you episodes that are shorter than our typical guest interview episodes that are easy for you to squeeze in during a short walk, on your way to work, or while you're doing your hair, getting all dolled up in front of the mirror. Even though these minisodes are shorter, you will not be shortchanged, au contraire, these midlife makeover minisodes pack a serious punch because these minisodes will offer you more tools and techniques that you can apply in your daily life to help you become happier, healthier, and more harmonious. By listening to your comments and suggestions, I'm discovering more about what you need to make actual changes in your life. I think personally, we need less fluff and more formula, more practical, actionable steps that you can follow to improve your well-being and your life. I mean, isn't that why we're all here on this podcast together? 
I didn't start the Midlife Makeover Show just to run my mouth, and I'm pretty sure you're not tuning in just to hear me run my mouth, although I do enjoy it. I started this podcast to literally, literally make over your midlife. I started the Midlife Makeover Show because honestly, it's what I needed when the shit hit the fan in my mid-40s, and boy, did it. I wish I had a podcast like this one to lift my spirits when I was going through my divorce, when I was grieving for the death of my brother, being miserable in menopause, struggling with being unemployed and covered in amount of debt, suffering through chronic illness with Lyme disease, black mold toxicity and depression, and feeling lost and lonely in an empty nest. Good golly, I was a mess. I needed someone to say, Wendy, pull up your bootstraps, girl, and do X, Y, and Z, and you will feel better. I didn't have this podcast, needless to say, to help me back then, but the good news is that I figured it out on my own. I became my own inspector gadget, if you will, and I discovered the tools and techniques to help me recover from illness, rebuild my life, regain my strength, and reinvent myself. I became a scientist and a guinea pig for testing different methods for turning a midlife crisis into a midlife awakening. I'm happy to say that I did it, and I want the same for you. Now, that's not to say that I don't have bad days, you guys, and I've got it all figured out. Oh, no, no, no. If there's one thing I've learned in my 50s, it's that you'll always have bad days. You'll always have mountains to climb and hurdles to jump in life. No matter if you just got served with divorce papers, got fired from your job, or you ran out of gas in the pouring rain, bad days are bound to happen. They happen to all of us. The key is not to let bad days turn into bad weeks, bad months, and a bad chapter in life. Too many crappy days can lead to sadness, hopelessness, depression, anxiety, panic attacks, anger, frustration, lack of sleep, poor behaviors, and just one big funky funk. I actually had a challenging situation come about in my life a few months ago, and I decided to be the subject of my own science experiment again and find ways that bring me hope and help me ain't that dope. (laughs) But seriously, I've been very mindful as I maneuver through this challenge in my life, not just for my own well-being, but also for yours. As a matter of fact, the tools and techniques that I have been applying in my life lately sparked the teachings for today's episode. My tried and true tools are now your tools. For today's episode, you'll be equipped with your own toolbox filled with eight happiness hacks to help you hack into happiness and overcome a bad day quickly. Oh, okay. That reminds me, I left out a cool bonus that goes along with these new mini but mighty episodes. You'll be able to download a free guide that includes the lessons that I teach you during these mini-sodes. Pretty nifty, eh? To get today's free download with the eight happiness hacks, Go to windyvalentine.com forward slash happiness. That's windyvalentine.com forward slash happiness. I will also leave it in the show notes for you. 
But wait, there's more. Included in the Eight Happiness Hacks download is a $100 voucher for my new Freedom at Midlife group coaching program. You may have heard about this awesome new program during the announcement at the beginning of today's episode. Y'all, I am so gosh darn excited to roll this sucker out. I can't even stand it. I have been working so hard on this new program for the last few months, and it is the bomb. Besides my three children, this just might be my greatest creation yet. (laughs) So what is the Freedom at Midlife Group Coaching Program? It's a powerful seven-week program where you will learn the seven steps to freedom method to help you discover who you want to become, what life you want to live, and most importantly, how to get there. Here's what's included in the program. You get seven modules with easy-to-follow tutorials, weekly live, yes, we get to be live together, weekly live group coaching sessions, your very own Freedom at Midlife playbook, lifetime access to the student membership group, and a suite of tools and techniques to help you live a happy, healthy second half of life. This program, you guys, is the shizzle dizzle and the cat's meow. Wow! The Freedom at Midlife program is opening for enrollment soon with limited spots available. I'm going to have to cut it off somewhere. I already announced this program on social media and the waiting list is already filling up. So, oh my gosh, hurry, hurry, hurry. Please join the waitlist now at freedomatmidlife.com and you'll discover your next creative step in creating your epic second half of life. Speaking of creating a badass life, let's move on to today's eight happiness hacks before this mini-sode turns into a maxi-sode. <laughs> so again, I have been trying out these eight tools in my life lately, and I also use them to help pull me out of my midlife meltdown in my mid-40s that I mentioned to you earlier. After using these tools several times in the last few years, it's safe to say they work. I hope they do for you as well. Again, you can download a free copy of the eight happiness hacks guidebook at wendyvalentine.com forward slash happiness. All right. Let's see what's inside your new toolbox. Tool number one, speak kind words to yourself. This is the most important tool of them all, and sadly, it can be the most difficult. When we feel like crap, we tend to treat ourselves like crap, which only makes us feel like crap even more. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Your mind will either be your best friend or your worst enemy. You are the one who gets to decide which voice you hear inside that precious head of yours. You have control over your thoughts. If you want to be a control freak, then this is where you get to be one. And trust me, I know how hard it is to think happy thoughts when you feel like absolute crap. Been there, done that. You have to dig deep, though, and sprinkle some goodness on your stinking thinking. Speak to yourself the way your best friend speaks to you. And I'm pretty sure your best friend doesn't speak to you like, I can't believe you put yourself in this situation again. Good gosh. Can you do anything right? You are absolutely pitiful. You should be on the floor bawling your eyes out. What a loser. You suck. Let me tell you, if your best friend does speak to you this way, then you need a new best friend. I would bet, though, That your best friend speaks to you like, 
hey, girl, it's going to be okay. You are strong and resilient, and you will get through this. Hang in there. You are loved, and you are beautiful. Let me say that again. You are loved, and you are beautiful. Just take a deep breath, relax, and let go. I'll take care of you. I love you. That is how you need to speak to yourself. Be your own best friend and remind yourself that you will get out of this dark storm. And when you do, the sun will shine, you'll have a smile on your face, and you'll feel so proud of yourself knowing that you got through it like a boss. So again, tool number one, speak kind words to yourself. Get out your pom-poms and cheer yourself through your funky funk. Tool number two, connect with friends. Speaking of your best friend, call her or him. Call all of them. Do you remember that show called Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? They had an option for the contestants that if they didn't know the answer to a question, then they could phone a friend. It's the same for you. If you don't have answers to your questions, solutions to your problems, or if you just want to go out for dinner and talk about anything but your problems, then phone a friend. Friends can be great sounding boards, and they can also help you get your mind off your problems by changing your state of energy. Depending on your level of funk (laughs) of your bad day or your level of stubbornness, it might really be a struggle to reach out and ask for help. I know it was for me. Years ago, during my midlife crisis, I didn't want to admit to anyone that I didn't have my shit together, not even to myself. I waited until I was so bad that I went to the ER for chronic depression and anxiety attacks. Do not wait. Be proactive and push yourself to get through the darkness. Let your friends help you. As Dionne Warwick would say, that's what friends are for. I'd sing it, but I can't sing. And you know what? If you don't feel like getting into the details with your friends as to why you feel like crap, then don't. If you feel better about phoning a friend and just saying, hey, can you meet for coffee? Then just do that. The point is, is to just get out, change your environment, change your energy, change your thoughts, change your behaviors, and change your feelings. Again, you have control over your thoughts, feelings, actions, and behaviors. So take control. All right. Tool number three, move your body. Whether it's dancing Walking, hiking, cycling, weight training, boxing, skiing, surfing, stretching, or skipping to the mailbox for your big check from Publishers Clearinghouse. Do they still exist? (laughs) Move your body. Moving your body boosts your energy, improves your mood, and helps with relaxation and sleep. And that is exactly what you need to get out of your funk. There's an article on healthline.com that states, exercise has been shown to improve your mood, decrease feelings of depression, anxiety, and stress. It produces changes in the parts of the brain that regulate stress and anxiety. It can also increase brain sensitivity to the hormones, hello menopause, which relieve feelings of depression. The article further goes on to say, additionally, exercise can increase the production of endorphins, which are known to help produce positive feelings and reduce the perception of pain. It's so interesting. For those of you out there that are not crazy about exercise, listen to this. 
It doesn't matter how intense your workout is. It seems that exercise can benefit your mood no matter the intensity of the physical activity. In fact, a study of 24 women diagnosed with depression, exercise of any intensity significantly decreased feelings of depression. In other words, move your body. You don't have to run a marathon or lift a ridiculous amount of weight to reap the benefits. As Americans especially, we think of, a, of exercise as a way to lose weight, and you most certainly can lose weight by exercising, but think of exercise as a way to improve your overall well-being. Moving your body is a way to improve your emotional state, not just your physical state. For me personally, I love yoga. Love, love, love. Yoga is so relaxing and therapeutic, plus you can do it right in your own home. There are so many levels of yoga too, so don't think you need to be trained in the Cirque du Soleil in order to do yoga. Even if you just do some light stretching on your mat, that's fine. If yoga isn't your thing, then go for a walk. Do something. I promise you that moving your body will help you feel better. Tool number four, eat healthy foods. Food is fuel and your body is the vehicle. If you put crappy fuel in your car and you're already feeling like crap, you will really struggle to get yourself out of the ditch and out of a bad day. The same way we tend to think crappy thoughts when we feel like crap, we tend to eat crappy foods when we feel like crap. It's critical that you eat good foods to fuel your body and your mind, especially if you're feeling a little down in the dumps. It is important to eat raw whole foods as part of a nutritious diet during midlife and beyond. It is even more important during times of stress. Food can help you regain strength, energy, and balance in your life. It's quite simple. Good food equals good fuel, equals a good body, equals a good mind, equals good feelings, equals feeling good. Oh yeah. One of the things I do if I'm feeling down and I need a quick way to feel better, is I do 100% juicing, which consists of mostly vegetables and very little fruits. Fruits contain a lot of sugar, so keep those to a minimum. One more recommendation for you is to check out the documentary Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead with Joe Cross. I watched it forever ago, but it's really good. His website is rebootwithjoe.com. It's a great documentary how he completely changed his physical, mental, and emotional health by simply juicing. Overall, I eat very well, but if my body or mind is feeling a little sluggish, I incorporate more vegetables into my diet. Vegetables are alkaline, and they help to offset the acidity in your body and mind. If you're going through a tough time, then you're probably thinking negative thoughts, and negative thoughts are acidic. Everything is energy, right? Including your thoughts. So again, going back to tool number one, speaking kind words to yourself is like feeding good food to your brain and your body. Such fascinating creatures we are, huh? You don't have to become a vegetarian, unless you want to, of course, but just take the extra steps to eat better when you're feeling a little down. The foods you choose will make a huge impact in your overall well-being. All right, tool number five, walk in nature. This tool is similar to tool number three of moving your body. It's a twofer, a two-for-one. You can move your body and soak in the benefits of being in nature. 
Why be in nature? Nature is very grounding, calming, and restorative for your body, mind, and soul. Most people, I included, tend to stay cooped up inside when we feel down. I'll admit that it was really challenging for me to do this when I lived in Chicago in the dead of the winter. So I understand that for some people, the outdoors is not always very inviting. You have to force yourself to get outdoors though. I made a comment earlier about us being fascinating creatures, and we are just that. We are creatures. We are animals. And just like a tiger or a squirrel, we need to be in nature. If you kept a tiger in a cage for too long, right, it would go crazy. Animals need to be in their natural habitat. If you think about it, as human beings, we didn't stay indoors all the time. We weren't inside little cubicles typing away at a computer. No, we were roaming the land, gathering our food, and being one with nature. I'm not saying to sell everything, become a caveman, and go live off the land, but just get outside. Go hug a tree, take a stroll in the park, smell the flowers, take off your shoes, and feel the grass under your feet. In Japan, there is a practice called Shinrin-yoku, I think is how it's pronounced. Shinrin in Japanese means forest, and yoku means bath. So Shinrin-yoku means bathing in the forest or taking in the forest through your senses. And again, if you live somewhere right now where everything is dead and frozen outside, then take a little weekend trip somewhere to refresh, reboot, and re-energize. When you plan a little outdoor uh, adventure during your week, whether it's a trip out of town or simply a trip to your community park, it gives you something to look forward to. And when you have something to look forward to, it gives you feelings of positivity and hope. And those feelings will give you the boost you need to get out of your funky funk. So plan something fun to do this week. Your body, mind, and spirit will be oh so happy. Okay, tool number six, meditate. Everything is energy and energy is everything. If you are in a funk, then your energy is in a funk. They go hand in hand. Since that is the case, if you unfunk your energy, then you unfunk yourself. Meditation saved me and pulled me out of my depression. So it's certainly worth a shot if you're feeling a little blah right now in your life. The same way you need to incorporate more veggies to get your body more alkaline, you need to incorporate a little more meditation to get your mind more alkaline. There are numerous studies on how meditation works, and I won't rattle off a bunch of stats here, but just know that meditation can reduce stress, anxiety, depression, blood pressure, and get you out of your funky funk. Going back to tool number one of speaking kind words to yourself, meditation helps you become more mindful of how you speak to yourself. You'll be able to hear more clearly the kind words spoken by your bestie and the unkind words spoken by your enemy. And when you do, you'll want to turn up the volume on your best friend and turn down the volume on your worst enemy. Meditation will feed your body, mind, and spirit with more love, gratitude, and joy. That will certainly get you out of a funk. Again, my goal always is to provide you with more tools you need to make your life happier and healthier, which is why I am currently working on bringing you a bundle of seven midlife meditations to target all areas in your life. 
friends, family, fun, fitness, finances, fulfillment, and flame, as in twin flame, your soulmate, your partner in life. Midlife meditations are coming out soon, so be on the lookout for those babies. And have y'all noticed that we have a lot of cool stuff coming out this year? (laughs) I've been super busy. 2024 is all about giving you more, more, more. Yes. All right. Tool number seven, talk to a therapist. I have been going to therapy since I was a teenager, not for all of the past 35 plus years, but off and on when I needed it. If you find the right therapist and the right therapy, it can literally change your life. It did for me and quite quickly. Just getting the emotions out of your heart and into the open can lift the weight from your sadness, frustration, depression, or anxiety. I personally process my emotions and solve my problems by talking them out, which is probably why I started a podcast. (laughs) I usually sit for an hour running my mouth to my therapist while she sits in silence, nodding her head. And then when our time is up, I'll say, well, I feel better. Sometimes it's just having someone there to provide a comfortable, safe space for you to vent and get it all out. If you haven't done therapy and you're a little hesitant, give it a try. Or maybe you went to therapy, but you didn't have a good experience. Sometimes finding the right therapist and the right therapy can be a little trial and error, but it is so worth it. There are so many options for finding a good therapist. You can even chat with someone on Zoom over the phone these days. It's pretty crazy and cool. Whether it's a big funk or a little funk, sometimes we need a little more than a glass of veggie juice walking in nature or a yoga class to pull us out of it. I get it. Been there, done that. Just use every tool you can to help you get your life back on track. And finally, tool number eight, watch funny movies. This is my favorite tool of them all because laughter is the best medicine. Trying to feel good again can be a struggle in itself, and sometimes all you need is a break from all the trying. I'm not in any way promoting escapism and making a habit of escaping from your problems, but I am promoting taking a break from your problems. We can exhaust ourselves thinking about our problems, so give yourself a little break. Put on your PJs, make some popcorn, curl up on the couch, turn on the Netflix, find a funny movie, and laugh your ass off. It might seem so simple, but taking your mind somewhere else and energizing your mind with laughter can improve your emotional well-being. Watching Austin Powers or As Good As It Gets, one of my faves, may not be a cure-all, but vegging out and laughing is good for your soul. Give yourself permission to relax too. I used to be the worst at allowing myself to take a break. If I did take a break, then I felt guilty for taking a break. And all I did was think about what I should be doing instead. Don't do that. Just relax and allow yourself to chill out. And if movies aren't your thing, or as Austin Powers would say, that sort of thing ain't my bag, baby, then find something to make you laugh, smile, and let go. Go to the comedy club or watch Stupid Pet Tricks on YouTube. Heck, you can even watch me do Stupid Tricks on Instagram. (laughs) I'm pretty good at that. Speaking of social media, be aware of the peeps on your feed. If they don't brighten your world, then bye-bye, unfollow. 
whether it's on the World Wide Web or in your personal world, surround yourself with good people and good experiences. If you have a friend that is a Debbie Downer and you're already feeling down, avoid Debbie like the plague. She is the last person you need around you. Okay, here's a recap of the eight tools. Tool number one, speak kind words to yourself. Tool number two, connect with friends. Tool number three, move your body. Tool number four, eat healthy foods. Tool number five, walk in nature. Tool number six, meditate. Tool number seven, talk to a therapist. And tool number eight, watch funny movies. There you go, my little mechanic. You now hold your very own toolbox filled with the eight tools to help you hack into happiness. Use these tools at any time in your life when you hit some bumps, potholes, or ditches in your life, and feel free to add more tools that work for you. All right. Did I keep this mini-sode or did it turn into a maxi-sode? I'm at 27 minutes. (laughs) All right. Three things that I want you to do today. Number one, download the free happiness hacks guidebook at wendyvalentine.com forward slash happiness. Number two, go to freedomatmidlife.com to get on the Freedom at Midlife waiting list, and you'll be the first to know when this oh-so-awesome program is open for enrollment. And finally, your last thing to do today, number three, look at yourself in the mirror today, gaze into your eyes and say, I love you. You're beautiful and you are extraordinary because you are. All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. Did this podcast inspire you, challenge you, trigger you to make a change or spit out your coffee laughing? Good. Then there are three ways you can thank me. Number one, you can leave a written review of this podcast on Apple iTunes. Number two, you can take a screenshot of the episode and share it on the social media and tag me, Wendy Valentine. Number three, share it with another midlifer that needs a makeover. You know who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Get out there and be bold, be free, be you.